0: Hi, Grow Up listeners. It's Jason Parkinson. We're digging back into the archives for today's episode, back to last season when we had an opportunity to talk with Michelle Meckie from Meckie Media in Chicago. Michelle has a wealth of information on PR and how to get your brand seen by some of the top entertainment outlets in the industry. Today's episode starts right now. Welcome to Grow Up, insights on how businesses can use technology to grow better. Please welcome your hosts, Jason Parkinson and Mark Hammer. It's the Grow Up podcast. My name is Jason Parkinson. And I'm Mark Hammer. And today we're going to be talking about a very important topic when it comes to marketing in 2019, and that is influencer marketing. And I'm excited that we've got an expert in this area joining us today on the show. Our guest today actually has more than 20 years of experience as a broadcast journalist and a PR exec, Award winning marketing and PR campaigns for some of the nation's biggest brands and diverse businesses. Give a warm welcome to Michelle Mecky from Mecky Media Relations. Woo. Welcome aboard, Michelle.
1: Hey guys, thank you so much for having me today.
0: You've got a pretty diverse background. Could you just tell us a little bit about your background and, and a little bit about your company?
1: Sure, yes, absolutely. So um, I got my start actually in journalism, like you said, as a broadcast journalist. Uh, really cut my teeth um, as a overnight writer uh, here at Fox in Chicago, coming in on the 1 a.m. shift um, and really had big hopes and dreams to be in front of the camera as an anchor and a reporter. But uh, it ended up differently for me. You know, I started as a news writer and really worked my way up uh, to become a senior producer after 12 years there. um, I also worked at NBC for a while. Um, Graduated from Northwestern, got my undergrad and graduate there um, before heading over to Fox. And then after about 12 years in the industry, producing everything from shows where we went to war with the Rock to the Pope dying to the Bears getting in the playoffs to every chef and every celebrity and every author you can imagine, um, decided that it was maybe time for me to cross into PR and uh, ended up leading three different agencies in Chicago for over a decade before wow. deciding to start my own just two and a half years ago. And it's called Media.
0: That's awesome. So yeah, specifically cool. Media, I mean, you've worked with a lot of different brands and a lot of different companies. And and like what, what's your typical customer like? Like how can you at Media help, um, you know, a, a company grow better?
1: Yeah. So, you know, I decided after doing this for so long and seeing so many different types of PR and so many different ways that you can do it, you know, that I really just wanted to boil it down to really great storytelling. You know, my magic and what we do really well is knowing how to take any kind of business, any kind of expert, and really understanding what's mostly newsworthy about you and how to shape it so you get a great, result from a PR campaign. Um, so we design, you know, basic PR strategies all the way up to very complex ones that involve everything from, uh, you know, publicity on a local basis to a national basis to influ- influencer marketing, which we're talking about today, to, uh, you know, major events, social media, uh, really all, all kinds of tactics. But the main goal is really to get uh m- mainstream awareness to help your business grow, to gain credibility or or whatever your goal is. But really in the most, you know, results driven, value driven way, um, using just a lot of veteran experience, which we definitely have.
2: Yeah, that's very cool. So Michelle, you mentioned influencer marketing. And for those listeners that don't know, what, what is influencer marketing?
1: Yeah, so influencer marketing, you know, it's really kind of a classic social media strategy that's been used for a long time. And it's really, you know, based on using people who are deemed influential, right, Um, Mm -hmm. to get a key message out for a business. And so, uh, you know, you think about who you trust and who you value these days, whose opinion matters to you, and you might consider them an influencer, right? And traditionally, I Mm -hmm. think Brands looked at celebrities as influencers, you know, people that had a large microphone and a large following as social media grew and digital grew over the years. You know, those were the ones that we were looked uh, or we looked at as being uh, influencers. But it's really changed over the years. And Hmm. the pool of what influencers are um, is really different. You know, it can be anybody these days. It doesn't have to be someone that has over 100,000 followers on Instagram, you know, there's micro influencers now and everyone has a value to it. So the whole strategy is really changing and can be extremely powerful.
0: Wow. So I know that influencer marketing is this kind of big you know, buzzword, but there's also kind of this other side to it, right? Like there's the PR side, the yes. influencer relations where maybe those things, you know, maybe that influencer piece isn't purchased like, right. you know, like advertising, but like, how does that, how does that differ from, you know, from a, from a traditional way of people maybe just buying airtime?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. You know, we do a lot of inf- influencer relations at our agency. You know, we have awesome relationships with influencers, both locally and nationally, that we pitch to for coverage in a different way, right? It's not like working with a journalist, but it's people that we interact with on a daily basis that we invite to our events that may want to try a product. Um, And it's not for uh, a paid post. You know, it might be just to interact with them to have them attend an event and they organically want to post about it. Right. Because they've literally had a great time, you know? Um, And then that becomes a very powerful thing though, because when you develop that relationship with them and then they attend your events and they have a great time and they, they authentically, you know, love the food at that restaurant and they start posting about it, that has a big impact on on potential customers who are looking for a place to eat, and when they do get that post and that coverage, that that is a win for us. And so, you know, we can't guarantee, of course, to our client, every single influencer who comes in the door uh, is always going to post. But when we've worked and nurtured these relationships, we know that you know we get a good result from people like this, and that is a value that we bring to the table at our company. So um, it's not something where I have to say, hey, you know, you're going to have to put this much budget every single time into an influencer strategy. You know, we know and we can differentiate when you are going to have to do that versus, you know, let us try doing it without paid at first and see how far we can get sometimes.
2: It's a smart strategy for sure. Yeah. And an important distinction. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad we have that that insight.
1: Yeah. And most people don't know.
2: Yeah. So, Michelle, if you can give us a little bit of background, why? Why would influencer marketing become so prominent in in the last few years? Like what challenge gave rise to this marketing tactic?
1: Sure. I think, you know, it it became difficult to really make an impact with advertising alone and even sometimes with just publicity alone. Hmm. You know, I think media relations is extremely powerful. You know, it's the bread and butter of what we do. But it, it, it's different for every business. You know, sometimes I get a client that comes to me and says, Michelle, I want to be in the in the Trib. I want a profile piece in the Trib. I just know that this is going to be the magic that I need. And I can't promise exactly what's going to happen when that article appears. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's a challenge there. You know, um, there's a challenge for brands when they spend all this money on advertising and they don't see the needle move. Right. Um, You know, we see studies where consumers are just not responding sometimes to those types of ads. And over the years, that's the challenge that had to be solved when at at, at the same time, you know, social media popularity grew and followings grew. And, you know, people were idolized who were celebrities uh, in reality shows who were people like the Kardashians or, you know, the housewives who are when I think influencer
0: marketing, Kardashians is exactly what comes to mind like (laughs) first, right? Yeah,
1: I mean, you can't. Yeah, you can't ignore that. And, you know, people may make fun of the Kardashians all the time. But I have to say it's brilliant examples of influencer marketing. Absolutely. It's a
2: good point. Kylie's uh, lip line or whatever. uh, The proof is in the billions of dollars that that garner. (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> you know, and they have an audience and they know their audience and, and, and they know how to tap into it. And that is influencer marketing. Um, so I think it, it's created a strategy for brands using people that um, you relate to, that you trust, that you look up to. And the point I want to make there though, that I mentioned earlier is it's not always celebrity driven. You know, there's been a rise in you've heard of mommy bloggers and, you know, sometimes yeah. they're just average people that yep. you relate to. You know, there's this move in, in, in authentic authenticity on social media. It's something I really believe in um, for my brand individually. And, you know, a lot of people are speaking about this now where we don't want to be the... PR diva that always looks good and is going to all the events and, oh, I have such a glamorous life. No, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm working all night. I'm, I'm right. sleepless. And, you know, this life <laughs> is hard, you know, and I'm going to say that on social media. That's how I get a following because people are relating to me when I'm uh, when I'm authentic. And, yeah, that's and a I'm point. an influencer in that way. Right. So it has a lot of different meanings.
0: So, yeah. so let me ask this. So specifically, can you give us some examples of how you maybe help companies with with influencer marketing or influencer relations?
1: Sure, absolutely. So um, for example, you know, we work with different types of, of businesses uh, that have all kinds of products, like um Apps Electronics is one example, you know, where we've done different types of things for them, where uh, they have events in the stores. Um, where we bring influencers to come and maybe experience the store firsthand and post about different products that they're experiencing. Um, or an a, a event we had, they have a, an unbelievable um, inspiration studio in their store. Have you guys hmm. ever been to Apt?
0: No, I haven't. Uh, no, okay, uh,
1: it's um, up in Glenview, and they, uh, you know, have the most high-end kitchen experiences. And we had some. Um, of the top chefs in Chicago come there and we brought influencers to do a, a chili tasting and mm. they're posting about the chili and people at home are are watching and following and man I'm
0: seeing- I'm interested already when you start talking food here <laughs> chili show. was mentioned <laughs> so That's <it's> not cold <laughs> enough at the moment it's but especially
1: yeah. in January right but um yeah you know not only are you having you know gourmet chefs making the chili but they're making them in these unbelievable kitchens with the with the highest end, you know, appliances and in a store that people are aspiring to, to go to, it, it's, it's a message that is, is drawing people to want to see it. Right. And so, um, and, and it's getting out to people, you know, the type of inf- influencers we had were, you know, 40,000 and above on, on Instagram and um, you know, everybody used a hashtag that was able to be followed. And that's kind of how you, you start a successful campaign on, on social media using influencers, you know, and that's just one example. Um, we've done a lot of other things where sometimes it's, it's, uh, it, you know, at an event, but it's also having the influencer be part of the experience, um, where we did something called awake and rising for a nonprofit that I work mm-hmm. with, uh, Susan G in Chicago and an interior designer, um, called inspired interiors. And we did these incredible art exhibits where the influencers were actually models in the Uh art. Uh, and then they got to see themselves in the display. And so they posted, they tagged throughout the entire process and then they, their paintings were auctioned off at the end. So by involving the influencers in part of the process and a lot Mm -hmm. of big brands are doing this, you know, um, Recently, Target, Subaru, Coca Cola—we pulled a bunch of examples to talk about with you guys today. Um, sure. You now, for your listeners to look up, but you know, there's a lot of ways where you you involve the influencers in the store, in the brand, where they're getting content, they're posting, they're experiencing whatever it is that we want them to try, and it's authentic. You know, they're not faking what they're posting. You believe what they're posting because it's real. You know, you think about your own social media, it's hard to fake what you post on social media, you know, yeah, this is what you really believe. So, uh, it's, it works. It really makes an impact.
2: So if I am a smaller company and I'm listening to this and I'm thinking, okay, like I don't have a lot of resources, I don't have a big budget. This sounds great, but how would a company like me, like how our mine get involved?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. You know, um, influencers that are, uh, you know, less, um, less known and have less of a following, um, are not charging high rates mm. for mm. partnerships. Sometimes they don't charge at all. You know, if you they just a, want the free a, stuff, they just want the free stuff. <laughs> Truthfully, they just want experience and, and, and get the free samples yeah. and yeah. they love the gifts and they'll, they'll try it out and they'll post about it. And so if you're willing to at least, uh, put a budget towards samples if you have products, right? Mm-hmm. Or if you have an event and you can at least afford a budget to have them come and experience either an, a, an evening of great food and cocktails in a, right. either if you in a venue or maybe you have the restaurant or the store, you know, uh, it's not impossible to do that. and it's they're easy to find as well. You know, you think it's it's impossible to find these people. There's actually a lot of tools now that are out there to find influencers. Um, there's apps, there's companies that have sprung up, there's there's all kinds of software systems mm. that you can either subscribe to, you, you can, I know a company called Gramlist where you really just have to invest a couple thousand dollars and, and you wow. get a list. So, um, you know, and I'm sure you do this as well. So it, it, it really, yep. Yep. Um, you know, it's, it's possible it, to do it without, a, you know, $50,000 invested in an influencer marketing campaign. Yeah, that's great news.
0: Yeah. The other thing that that we've kind of found interesting here at OneFire is, you know, when you start looking at the types of companies, you know, they're obviously the type of influencer that you need for a more national or regional brand is very different than the type of influencer you need for a local brand. Very true. So, you know, there are, you know, different companies that we work with here where, you know, they're just they're they're local. They have, you know, maybe five or six retail locations here throughout central Illinois. And, you know, they're looking for, you know, just business leaders in the community and, and, uh, you know, people that are kind of visible more locally and they don't have to pay anything, you know, to, to be able to to reach, you know, those influencers and have them try their product and post about it on social and, you know, oftentimes it's more about I think the, you know, the strategy of one of the companies I'm thinking of is is more about just, you know, let's get our product in the hands of these people so that they can experience it. And then let's just include a note that lets them know if, you know, if they like it and they're they're interested in, in posting about it, you know, could they use a certain hashtag um, exactly. so, that, so that we know that they posted about it?
1: Exactly. Exactly. And you just reminded me about another aspect even of influencer marketing um, where, you know, you can start to collect a list of people that you want to just uh, broadcast information to, you know, and they can become your network that you invite to events that you send information to that you, you know, just interact with. Um, I, you know, so we have a separate list that we just kind of call our influencer list of people that we invite to our events. And these are high networked people in the community, like you said, that are, you know, local celebrities. They could be politicians, they are athletes, uh, media personalities. But we're not asking them to post or review a product mm-hmm. because some of them are actually journalists, but they're also gotcha. influencers. You know, they're, they're people that do post when they go to events Um, Or they do post on their channels when they're wearing, you know, different clothes from different people or they're looking fantastic when they go out. So (laughs) you want them at your events. Right. So. Yeah. um, Yeah. So that's a whole different aspect of of influencer marketing that we we also use at times when we and that's more event driven. um, Sure. But that doesn't cost. It's not a paid to attend kind of situation.
0: Hey, you. You had mentioned a few examples of influencer marketing. Um, you know, a, a couple of minutes ago, one of them that you mentioned was Target. So they did this thing, this thirty days for Target style on Instagram. Like, what was that like? And and you know, can you talk through that as kind of an example of maybe a larger scale influencer marketing campaign?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's where you know, you Target um, basically you know decided to pull a broad range of influencers together to market a diverse group of products over a, 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 you know, a short time span. So, you know, just 30 days, um, they gave them to really showcase, you know, their shopping experience in the store. You know, we've talked a lot about doing this before with some of our clients where we want to invite them into a, a store that we're working with. And then they get content then, you know, cause sometimes we hmm. struggle so much to think, okay, what kind of content do we want to get? Do we need, you know, who are we going to hire? We're going to get some videographers in there and what are we going to concept creatively? Well, bringing actual influencers in there to get the video and the content themselves is is brilliant. That's really what you want to do. So um, that's really what target, what target did with this group of influencers, you know, people like um, Zach King, Naomi Mm -hmm. Davis, um, you know, uh, video focused on Easter decorations and candy as part of the campaign and, you know, one video alone resulted in I think it was something like over a million likes on Instagram so far to date. And yeah, that's incredible. I think it's just by by giving them a chance to go in the store and do something super wild and creative. But they all had, you know, a hashtag, like you said, that they mm-hmm. that they used and it, it enabled Target to create a branded buzz Um, around a short time span and I think that was also super smart you know I mean how
0: how many YouTubers or Instagrammers would kill you know for a sanctioned ability to shoot video inside of one of these stores I mean I know people are going in all the time jumping in carts goofing off getting you know getting (laughs) video just you know to do it but when it's like allowed I mean that's a huge opportunity for those individuals too it is
1: oh you're, you're absolutely right you know and I'm I'm Definitely assuming this was paid and, you know, that's the benefit when you're sure. when you're a big brand, you can really invest in that. But then you you see the results that come from that, you know, and I think that's the challenge uh, that that happens when when budget is really key, because the, obviously the bigger the budget, the bigger you can go with some of these YouTubers and these Instagrammers who. Definitely sure. now that they know their following is up there and they know the impact that they're making. I mean, you see some of these YouTubers come and do appearances and and they're sold out in a second. You know, I mean, it, they have followings that are unreal. They're they're celebrities in their own right now. So true. it's it's pretty powerful what's happened in our society. What are the
0: other. One of the other companies that, you know, when you start talking about like Coca-Cola, for example, so just the fact that they've had now for several years on their Coke cans, you know, names Mm -hmm. of people like that alone, I think, has sparked kind of this movement. I can remember like when I found my name on a Coke can, you better believe I took a picture of myself with it, you know, like (laughs) it's, it's kind of like this when you start talking about micro influencers, like, man, you're reaching like you know, people's networks just by, just by the product design in this, you know, in this sense.
1: You're right. That was a brilliant campaign. Um, that really was, it, it, it made somebody feel like it could be targeted to them, a way to personalize it, a way to connect with the brand. And, um, you know, I think they've been able to really branch off of that in many different ways and, um, Again, it's just it's just another way of capturing attention and and getting someone excited enough to want to post about it. Right. Where Mm -hmm. and that's really what it's all about right now. It's cutting through the clutter on social media. It's it's definitely, um, you know, giving giving the, the influencer that excitement around wanting to take a picture and post it and have it be affiliated with a brand where it doesn't look too much like an ad. It actually looks authentic because you do see sometimes if you do, if you are on Instagram and you're scrolling, sometimes, you know, you can tell right away when it's an influencer that's been paid and the hashtags are extremely branded and extremely promotional. hmm. So I think that's where um, the challenge is going to be moving forward is when people can really smell that now and they are yeah. not going to like that as much, right? It's when it's really That's authentic true. that it works best.
0: You know, one one person that stands out to me on social media right now that I, I think of that comes to mind is is Millie Bobby Brown. And I don't know if you follow Millie Bobby or not from uh, from Stranger Things, but like she's been doing all of these promotional posts for Calvin Klein that feel really forced. Yeah. Hmm. And it's it's kind of like and I follow all of the Stranger Things cast because yeah. I'm a you know, I'm a, a geek over that <laughs> show. But um, but my point being like, you know, it's it's just kind of like it's almost a little too in your face and i know that people now call out that hey this is a sponsored post or whatever but it's like okay like at some point like there's this line between authenticity and just you exactly. know blatant promotion and it feels more spammy and and interruptive than when it just blends into the content and i bring that up because you know your background you know as a news writer for you know fox tv in chicago exactly. and and some of those other places like you've kind of um, you know you've kind of have had this, you know, taste of, you know, what, what works and what doesn't in terms of even getting like getting stories on the air and from more of a traditional PR sense, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's how I got my start. And that's really what excited me about getting into PR is because I was pitched by so many publicists across the country as the senior producer on Fox, really making decisions of what we were going to put on the air and what we were not going to book. And yeah. I really had to kind of sniff out what I thought was newsworthy and what wasn't what was going to be relevant and what wasn't, you know, and what really sure. had valuable content to offer an audience. And so, um, you know, that's why I love what I do now, because that's it's so natural for me to be able to work with brands like that and help them realize how to be promotional, but in the most organic authentic way <laughs> you know sure. so I just kind of yeah, flip and the, way point the lands. to the other side yeah and so um, and I think that's another reason why influencer marketing works so well because it taps into that same philosophy where you know in news we're always looking for the emotion, the heart of the story, the you know the authenticity of the story and you know, journalists are very turned off by anything that's too commercial and too promotional and they'll never open your email. If they think that, you know, it's it's more of a paid commercial than a real story. And it's very similar with influencer marketing, where this this post or whatever this message is, has to really come off as being authentic to capture the public's attention. Because people are smarter than you think, you know, especially people that are really on social media these days.
0: Um, right. Absolutely. And I think brands forget that sometimes too. They think that the consumer is an idiot and will just, you know, be attracted to whatever piece of garbage gets put out there. But yeah, in, in reality, that's, you know, that's not the case.
1: Yeah. Especially now, especially now where it's, it's, you know, people don't live without social media. However, I do have a few friends lately who have told me that they've decided to just shut off their Facebook. Abandoned?
0: But yeah, because it's that's like, brave. I've tried it a few <laughs> times, but it hasn't stuck. Yeah, depressed. I left Facebook in 2011. I and it's funny because I still have an account because I manage a lot of pages, okay. but like I don't have any friends. I have three friends on Facebook and I constantly get requested sure from other people yeah. and I just I continually, you know, I d- decline and I always feel like they probably think I'm, you know, a major jerk here for not accepting their friend request. <laughs> no, okay. but. That's a
1: topic for another time. The the, the guess, impact is. No, this has the been, emotional impact of social know. media on our lives, yeah.
0: I know. So, Mark, in, in your opinion, what's the 10-second takeaway today when we're talking about influencer marketing, Mark? Uh, so, some things that
2: I've definitely picked up on, uh, influencer marketing gives businesses a way to connect authentically with their target buyers. Okay. Uh, people, and I would say especially younger people, tend to trust people over brands. Yeah. And so, if a brand can tie themselves to, you know, a trusted person- yes. That's a that's a big advantage. Yeah. So when a trusted blogger or Instagrammer recommends a product, it just
0: means yeah. more. Yeah, that's huge. Awesome. Michelle, thank you so much for being on the show today. I appreciate it. Thank
1: you so much. I really had a blast talking to both of you. Yeah, well, thanks a
0: lot. We'll link to your social media and to your website in the show notes. So if anybody needs to get in touch with Michelle, um, you know, definitely a PR expert and, and knows a lot about the the influencer marketing space. So so you can just check out the, uh, the show notes for that. But we will talk to you again next week right here on the Grow Up podcast. Thanks for listening to Grow Up. For more information about the topics discussed in today's show, visit OneFire.com slash grow up this has been a one fire production